Well, I'm going to turn the floor over to Jay in a second, but um, y'all know every once in a while I do get special guests up here and and I give them the platform to so we can, you know, ba basically just conversate. Um, for those who missed the one I had yesterday with uh, Master Jane Harvey, make sure y'all go back and check that out. Uh, it was a great, great, it was so great having them on. And so today we have the J on here, the J Jordan. Um, and we're going to touch the issue that if I'm, he might going to have to correct me because if I'm not mistaken, we're going to, we're going to touch some issues that a lot of y'all don't know about the J. So I'm going to let him introduce himself. I'm going to drop his link. So guys, if you're not connected to him, please, please, please connect to him. He's going to tell you guys what he's up to and all the other good stuff. So first, let me welcome the J Jordan. Yes, and you know I do have a lot. I have, I have one of the machines. <laughs> you know I have it sitting right over here, but it's not. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I go by the J Jordan because one, I don't like my first name, so I'm not gonna really go be telling people my first name because I don't like it. But so I go by my name. My last name is Jordan, and my when I used to do freestyle, I call myself the J. So I just put it together. So that's where you get the, the J Jordan from. So, um, but other than that, you know, I'm like 42, holding it down, trying to hold it down the best I can, you know what I mean? But, you know, military veteran, um, had back surgery October 29th, October 29th, 2019, and um, been dealing with a lot of surgery injuries and stuff like that. But other than that, with all that going on, I decided to use um, YouTube as a therapy for me to get better for myself. So um, so with fitness and everything, so I just decided to post all my videos on, on YouTube and just go from there. And I noticed it's it been motivating people about when I do it. And then it gave a little insight of what I, stuff that I like to do. So, but most of the time I'm more, you know, I'm, I'm more like um, Kawhi Leonard. I'm, I'm just a fun guy. <laughs> now, okay. Now we know Jay is forty-two. Is Jay married? In a relationship? No, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not married. I have no kids. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Y'all hear that, ladies? He's a very single and available man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes, y'all hear that? He's a very single and a and an available man. Welcome in, everyone. Yes, we are having a special little talk. <laughs> a special little talk with um the Jay. He is part of the family, and I want to do I do want to say thank him. Thank I would like to thank him for coming on. Um now a lot of people. All right, let me ask the J. Who is the J? Um, I'm still trying to figure that out. Tell you the truth, you know, no, no lie. It's just because um, I do have depression. I do have um, uh, PTSD. Uh, I do have a lot of stuff that I I like to take myself out of because it's negative. So with that, um, um, I know because I do, I will have a temper problem because there's some people say because I'm an Aries, but I don't know because I don't never go about zodiac signs and all that stuff. But people are like, oh, that, that's just the Aries in you. But I'm like, okay, if you say so. But um, other than that, um, the way the way I grew up, 
was kind of built me in a way to where I am today because I seen I seen stuff that you know you don't really need to be seen at a young age or do at a young age from like people dying in Iraq you seeing dead bodies to you know, growing up being different because your family member treats you different because you male then you go outside people talk about you because your voice is not the typical male voice there's a lot of stuff that molds me into where I was to where now I feel like I'm more comfortable where I don't give a damn what nobody say now. <laughs> so it's just pretty much is that. It's just a, it's just a long row of trials and tribulations and stuff like. So now my mom passed uh, March the ninth uh, before I graduated high school. So with that, I have they all family members came to me asking me about what we should do because she's on a on a life support and everything so they came to me asking me about all this stuff but i'm like and then um i got tired of seeing my mom in pain and we tried to wait on my brother nobody showed up he they couldn't catch up with him and the last thing i heard from her that um before she had passed that the stuff at the hospital gable wasn't working so with that, you know, I got tired. I was like 17, right? Uh, about to turn 18 in a March. So it was March night. So um, we was, they said the machine wasn't working no more. And eventually she's going to die really anyway. So everybody in the whole family came to me, said, hey, what you want to do? I'm like, why y'all coming to me on the middle child? You know what I mean? So, um, so I got tired of seeing my mom like she was suffering. So I just said, just go and take off the machine. And I have to deal with that choice. You know what I mean? It was me that made the choices because everybody came to me. My granddaddy came to me. My father came to me. My older sister, my little sister, all my nieces, uncles, everybody came to me. So they put all that shoulder on me at 17 years old, the, the decision of what to do with my mom. And once we took my mom off, when she finally passed away, my brother finally showed up. But he didn't have no bad remorse, bad thing towards me, but he just wished he would have been there so he could probably make the decision. So with that being said, once my mom passed, this is when I really noticed how misfunction was my family. I seen it, but once I my mom passed, that's when I really noticed it. Because I was a, I was at a point where we seen I seen my mom getting beat by my dad. And I'm like, that's not I don't like that. You know what I mean? I said, um, I, I was still growing up, but I know that wasn't right. Cause you can know right from wrong. And I know that wasn't right. And I, I, I was growing up. So if somebody else in the family, we would get whoopings for something somebody else did. So um, I know about the whoopings, but it also taught you a lesson with the whoopings as well. But so it was a lot of things with that. And then it came to the point where my father told me he said i treat you different because you're a male and that right there was the last straw for me you know because i don't care what you say your kids you're supposed to treat your kids out to me you need to treat them equally fair responsible that's why like sometimes when you that's why like if your household is not um safe comfortable it's it's not it's not no safe haven for you to be there 
then I felt like I wasn't I wasn't part of the family from a young age because I seen how people were treating me different. I seen all that stuff going up. But when he told me that after my mom passed, I stopped talking to him. That was the first time. And um, so when I stopped talking to him, I lived in like an abandoned house for like uh, a year, just sleeping in my car, giving people rides just so I could get by, get day to day. And um, because of that, you know, it made me appreciate the value of stuff because I knew, I know how it is at the bottom. I know the struggles and I, I know the stuff that you have to go through is not going to be easy. And um, because of that, you know, it's, I like, you know, and then I came up and said, you know what, I, I'm a better person than that. So forgive, but you don't forget. So I forgave when we started talking back to him and all that. And everything just re- just did repeat itself. And the same thing with like my uh, my family members, it's like all of them had their hands out, not knowing, not caring, not knowing what I was dealing with, what I was going through. So I dealt with all that. And then I got to the point where I said, you know, enough is enough. I'm about to join the military. So because uh, I let my sister stay with me and she let these people come in our house in our apartment, steal all my stuff. And she like, that's not that's not my fault. It's your fault because you but I'm like, how's my fault? And I wasn't here. I was at work. But you want to let them in and went to the back and closed the door. Gave everybody free roam to my to the house, so they stole my stuff, and she didn't want to listen to me. That's how I knew. That's when I realized I had a temper, because I was trying to talk to her, and she wouldn't listen to me. So I grabbed her and I had her up against the wall, jacked up. I didn't hit her. I just grabbed her because I wanted to talk to her. I'm like, hey, you need to listen to me. So it was it was at the time. It took like maybe four people to to get me to calm down, to to let her go. And when I did that, I said, you know what? I don't need to be here. So all that, but my father telling me that, my sister doing that, it was. I feel like there was no need for me to stay in Arkansas, Palm Bluff. I'm from Palm Bluff, Arkansas, black college, all uh, this and that. But um, I like it's it's not meant for me to be here. So I joined the military. I didn't care what branch. I just signed. I just I took the little test. I like whatever one I could get in. That's what I'm gonna get in. And that's <laughs> and that was the army. And when I was one well, my friend. I would say he used to be my friend. He went in with me because it was crazy. He liked my sister, but his friend told him, don't talk to my sister. So he ended up talking to um, my sister and my friend like, hey, what about me? So he got wound up going to the military. I said, hey, whatever, dude. (laughs) But, you know, so we wound up on the buddy system. And the only thing we was able to get the buddy system was mechanics. So I went in as a mechanic, a light wheel mechanic in the military. I did my my AIT basic in South Carolina, um, South Carolina, Fort Jackson, South Carolina. And then once I went from there, I went straight to Germany. And that's where I, I have met my friends. Most of my friends, I have friends I'm still cool with now to this day because of that, which is cool. And that's like I'm based on, you know, a family or they people sticking for each other. Because um, I don't want to do nothing. I'm more like, I'm not going to do something to you that I want you to do to me. So treat people like you want to be treated. So if I do you bad, I don't have no room to talk if somebody do me bad. 
So I, that's why I try not my best not to do any, anything bad. And if I say if I'm gonna do something, I'm gonna do it. I'm, so um, and then if I can't do it, I'm gonna let you know in a amount of time that I can't do it. You know what I mean? Don't let me just sit here waiting all damn day, wasting my day and my time. And you could have just texted me or called me, said you could have done, you couldn't come up or do something. That's like one of my pet peeves. I I would cut a person out quick. <laughs> I would cut a person out quick because of that. So um, with that with that part, I end up going to the military. My father um, texted me. He didn't he didn't call me. He he wrote a le- he wrote a letter to me, and it was probably like one sentence. Text he just typed it. I don't remember what it was because it was only one sentence. And I'm like, I'm over here going through this military stuff, basic training, AIT. And all you had a nerve was to just text me one sentence. No, that's, that's it. I like so that so you know, all this stuff was playing a part. Like, man, you really don't give a damn about me if you just did it like this. So all that, and then um went to Germany. I, I enjoyed myself in Germany. That were um because I was talked about and um everything as I was growing up. I talked, I told myself in my head, I said, I'm gonna go to Germany. And reinvent myself. I'm gonna do stuff that I, I I feel like I need to do, so I could be better about myself. And when I went to Germany, it didn't happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. Everything that I tried to I tried to get better at, I didn't get better at. I didn't. I still didn't talk to people. I still didn't go hang out with people. But the people that I, I wound up became friends and family with, I stayed with them. You know, I'm like if somebody mess with you. They mess with me. That's how I'm the type of person like that. And if I consider you a friend, I will get stuff for you. And I'm like, and people were like, man, why are you giving people stuff like that? I was like, that's just how I am. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't not get it because I want to date you or be with you. I'm getting it because I consider you a friend. If I have something that's I feel like is cool, I'm gonna give you something, I'm gonna give it to you too, because I want you to enjoy what I enjoy, you know what I mean? So um I was going, I actually tried to stay in Germany, but the military wouldn't let me. So I got out. So, and uh, when I got out, I went to college. I went back home to um, Pine Bluff, Arkansas, and tried to go to college because I grew up there. And the college would not let me in. They gave me all these obstacles to where I couldn't get in, gave me all kinds of hassle. So I went to Little Rock. Went to Euler. I ended up going to Euler because I walked up there and they went step by step to help me get into college. And um, I got in college. I started off with a 4.0. Yeah, doing good, right? And um, then uh, I hit the second semester. I signed up for the guard. As soon as I hit the second semester, they sent me to Iraq. <laughs> they sent me to Iraq. So I like, all right, you know, I'll do it. So I went through the training, went to Iraq. End up hurting my back on. I ended up hurting my back July fourth, two thousand and five. They told me that day that I, I had to stop working out because when I was in Iraq, that's when I I got into fitness because all I used to do was run because I used to run as I grew up. So I'm, I'm skipping a lot of stuff because you know it's, it's you know just if people ask, I could tell them. But like right now, I'm just going. I'm trying to break it down because of the time frame. So um. Like I was up there, and um, when I was in Germany, I did boxing, I did basketball, I did army ten mile runs, 
I so I'm more into the fitness part. And um, but it's a lot of stuff that uh, because I'm very athletic, because I, I taught myself about the boxing, not boxing, but um the running, because I used to run track. So my school won back-to-back championship in track and field. Uh, my my school also won the championship for football that I was on the team with. But since that it put me in the game, like I want that damn ring. You can keep that ring because I'm a type of person I want to participate. I want to earn what I get. So that's the reason why I didn't go for that ring. So, um, but I could have got that ring. And it's probably like, oh, I got a track. I got a, I got a football ring. In the next two years, I got two rings. You know, so you already bragging about one ring. Now I got two rings. So that's another story. <laughs> that's another story. But in a, overall, I ended up coming back to the States after I, when I went to Iraq and I was going to stay. I was going to stay in the military. I was going to sign up because I was going to sign up because they like, if you're in Iraq, you sign up, you get like 15000 tax-free. I'm like, heck yeah, that's some good money. You know what I mean? And I'm like, it's nothing. Like, even though we get bombed and mortared, I'm okay. You know what I mean? I like, and my mindset is if if it's my time to go, it don't matter where I'm going to be at. Yeah, I could run to a bunker, and if it's my time to go, it's going to hit that bunker. That's and so and the people in Iraq didn't like that that the attitude I had because I didn't care. Because why? You know, I grew up so bad. You know, I didn't have I didn't really have nothing to look for. So I was just there. So um. Because they're like, oh, they're gonna curse me. I'm like, you need to get your ass over here in the bar. I said, no, I'm not getting over there. One, because you're raising your voice at me. And two, you don't know me. And three, if I come over there, I'm gonna put my hands on you while we out here in this war. And I don't give a damn about that part. So I took myself to the to my tent and got in the bunker in my area, away from where they was at. And there was an officer that told me that. So I got wrote up for Article 15. They had to go to anger management and they're like they so when i went to anger management they like hey you gotta go um they like you gotta when anger like close your eyes think of yourself in a better place open your eyes i said what the purpose of that you know this is my this is this way i think i said what the person me closing my eyes thinking i'm in a better place to open my eyes and see i'm still in the same bs that is not going to help me out and this this whole analogy that you're trying to say to make me calm down it's not going to help me out <laughs> so i ended up i ended up and finished i finished my tour in iraq i stayed back joe the tank to finish parking them and stuff and came back and uh my unit already went home so now they over here getting a little um celebration you know parade and i'm still trying to figure out what's wrong with my back <laughs> So I'm trying to finish running around with my back. So I'm still attached to Mississippi because we were attached to Mississippi because of um, National Guard at the time. And when um, I went to the, I was putting on my gloves and this dude in PTs came to me like, hey, you need to take your hat off. I'm like, okay, I'm about to take it off. And he jumped in my face again like, hey, you need to take it off right now. I'm like, whoa, I, don't you know I just came back from Iraq? You know, people who come out of Iraq, you know, they high alert, you know what I mean? And he just gonna jump in my face I'm like, dude, I said, since you got a problem, I'm just going to go and leave. You know, I'm not even going to work out. I'm just going to go and leave. So I tried to walk out, and a dude just kept cutting in front of me, cutting in front of me. And 
I made it to my truck. He said, I, I, I like, man, I like, fuck you. You trying to start stuff. And because I said those two words, I got, I got an article 15. They took my rank and my money because I said that to a guy that was in PTs. So before I got out the military, I lost the rank. So I'm like, I don't care. I'm about to get out anyway. Cause <laughs> that was my mind, but it kind of affect my, my pay status. You know what I mean? But at the time, I just I just wanted to get out the military because they didn't want you could I could tell that they they didn't they wasn't trying to give me what I want. And I'm like, what I want is to go and do track and field because I was a good runner. Cause like when I did track and field, I ran, I did the army 10 mile run in one hour and I walked most of it. I walked anyways, I said I didn't walk most of it. I walked a good majority of it because I wound up playing football, flag football. We wound up tackling. I got hurt. But I still, when I went to party, I went to party. And then they're like, hey, you still going to do it? I said, yeah, I'll do it. And it took me an hour to do a 10-hour run. So I'm like, hey, that's pretty good. <laughs> so my goal was to go Olympics. That's my whole thing. Since I couldn't, I couldn't play basketball because they wouldn't let me go because of my height. Even though I was good in basketball because of my height, they wouldn't let me play. Because in school, you know, certain school got certain criteria for people. So I'm like, well, since I can't play basketball, so I did track and all that, and I was good at it. And I had colleges asking about me, and um, they didn't. I didn't know how to talk to the college. I didn't have nobody to show me the ropes to get to college from track. So it's a lot of. It's, I had a lot of missed opportunities that I could have been doing something better. But, you know, I like, well, I guess that's just the hand I'm dealt with because there's a lot of stuff I'm being dealt with right now. And it gets to the point where I came back and when I went to Iraq, I made, I was on a buddy system with this guy and he moved up here to Georgia and he called me. I, I Look, I had me, a, I had me a job. I had my place. He like, and this is the type, the type of friend I was. He said, hey, man, I'm in a situation. I need some help to get out of it. Can you come up here and move up here so we can get a get a place together and this and that? I like, all right, I got you, man. I got you. I said, um, so I gave my job a two weeks notice, packed up, you know what I mean, and drove to Georgia. Never been to Georgia. My first time coming to Georgia. And it was like, I wound up going to like Congress, Georgia. I'm like, what the heck is this? And I'm talking about people calling there's people driving down the truck, call me nigga. And stuff like that. This was before Barack got elected into the office. So I'm like, oh, wow, this is crazy over here. My truck started messing up. And then the person he was with was, um, was, um, had the power on upstairs and power off downstairs so I could freeze downstairs. So instead of me freezing, I just said, you know, since my truck messed up, I walked like maybe three hours. It's probably like a three-hour walk just to go from the country to where they stayed at to the gym. And I went to go work out in the gym a little bit and just chill in the gym until he came back home. And I did that until we got our place. Then he's like, oh, hey, can't you stay? I'm like, nah, not if I pay no money. You're not staying here with me. <laughs> you, you're not staying over here. So it's a lot of stuff that I, I let I people let stuff slide. You know what I mean? I let a lot of stuff slide. But at the same time, that stuff is building up, you know? So, um, even though I know I want I want to do right by people, it just seems like nobody wanted to do right by me. 
So with that being said, I'm like, you know, how much of right did I got to do, did I got to take, how much I got to endure, you know, and it got to the point where enough was enough. So when I when I got to the point where enough was enough, and I said, start cutting everybody off, you know, because once I started cutting everybody off, because I would go home, like, like, even when I was down here, I would go home and go try to support them so they could get out. I could have, try to have us have family events because nobody would do it. But I'm like, I'm down here, but nobody coming to ask me how I was doing. Nobody came to visit me. I was always the only person that was going to visit them to make sure we had a family. And I'm like, I'm tired of doing that. You know what I mean? So when I say I'm tired of it, so that's why I don't need y'all in my life. So that's why I like, I don't knock people who have family. It's just that my family is just not right for me. And so just respect my decision and say, I understand what, you, what you're going through and don't try to make me change my opinion about my family because I know what I've been through. I know I don't want to go back to it. And if you keep bugging me about it, you're going to be on the list with the rest of them and get cut off. <laughs> so it's a lot of stuff, you know. Um, and I, um little fun fact is as I was growing up, since my voice is the way it is, I used to sing in the church. When I was growing up, I used to sing in the church. That's why you see, in a way, if you hear my, my freestyle, it kind of got like some kind of church tone. Because I used to sing in the church. But then as I grew older, I, I got into the sports. But then I got, after that, I'm like, well, the sports was a way for me to get out the house because I was a shelter life. I wasn't able to get out the house. So the only way I was able to get out the house was sports. So it was a lot of stuff plays a factor on what I had to deal with. So um, as we go along, years go by, I moved to Georgia. I'm over here, I had the back surgery. And uh, before I had the back surgery, I'm still fighting to get my disability because I hurt myself in Iraq. I have PTSD, I have depression, I have pains going down my back still, I have pains in my leg, my feet still numb when I stand up, but I'm determined not to let that stop me because I don't wanna be um, in, a, in a situation where, you know, I could be doing something better, but I'm not going to be better because I'm not putting in no effort. So because of that, I just go and do workouts because they told me to do the therapy. They thought about writing a diary and all that stuff and check notes. I'm like, I don't like to write. I don't like to do all that reading and stuff because I don't have the patience for it. Because I need, because now my body is always in fight or flight. I went to the, the, I went to go check and he said, like, your eyes, like, say that, you know how you, your eyes be dilated when it's in light? My eyes would do it in the dark. So, you know, like, because they look, they have put me on the system. They're like, man, dude, your your body is, would not get out of fight or flight. And they were telling me stuff that was going on. So I'm like, you know what? <laughs> you might have, a, I, all this stuff makes sense. But when I hear it, because I, I've been dealing with a lot of stuff, but like can't sleep, I hear ringing in the ear. If I see something, I kind of on edge. And, but I know because I, it's easy to go left, you know what I mean? So easy to go left. But for me, I don't want to go left, you know? 
I, I feel like I could do so much better for myself and not go to jail if I don't go left. So I always try to think like I get one more day, one more day, something's gonna happen. And it it seemed like it never happened. But when I started, um, when he told me my doctor told me to do the um the diary, write the stuff in the journal, I like I ain't doing that. I do videos because I, I started working out. So I just start um I freestyle to take off uh to get myself a bit angry. I listened to my freestyle, which would calm me down. And then that was my first thing. That's why I have so many songs out that nobody know about. <laughs> but um, after I did that, and then I did the video, started doing the videos of my workout, my progression, so I could keep a diary on myself to see my progression on myself from what I did for my back surgery to how I could overcome back surgery. And... Um, it just been so hectic because um, the situation, if you have back surgery, you need to have the proper therapy and a long gold line so you can heal up. But what about what if a person like myself who don't have the proper therapy, the person who don't have the proper money, the person that don't have the person to back you up, to support you on that stuff, how do you get by? And that's what I'm doing now. I'm just going step by step, learning as I go. And I started off with like push-ups because once you gave me the okay, I started doing push-ups. And um, I said, I made it. I'm saying I'm going to do 100 push-ups every day for this whole month. That went from 100 push-ups every day. Then I did 200 push-ups. I said, okay, 200, I was able to do it, but I don't want to put too much energy into doing 200 every day. So I started breaking my, I started breaking it up to like 100 and start doing different types of workouts in the house and to where it involved to me doing all the crazy stuff. People are like, man, you're doing a lot. <laughs> They're like, you're doing a lot. And then I try to, I like on Facebook, people I consider was my friends. I like, hey, do y'all know? Um, I said, can y'all subscribe to my YouTube so I can start recording my videos so I can have documents of my workouts? And Ain't hardly nobody. I had like all these hundreds of some friends that's on my Facebook, and none of them really wanted supported me on my YouTube channel. So I'm like, you know, as you go along, stuff you starting to see how people are towards you. And um, as I as I was growing up, I like I starting to cut that stuff out. So I'm not giving you no three. I'm not giving you three strikes. Once I see it, you gone. So I'm like, okay, oh. You don't want to say nothing to me today? Oh, uh, you want to say happy birthday? Oh, you doing this? You out of here. That's all it takes for me now. And that's just how my, my mindset is because I'm not tolerating anything negative. Any, I'm not tolerating anything negative. So, um, like, and just because I could be in a mind frame this time because of my PTSD, depression, all that stuff. So it could be like, I could go here and write you every time, like, hey, happy birthday. And then, it, like, you could do the current courtesy and just say, hey, Happy birthday. That's, it's not like I'm talking about, hey, call me, take me. All you get to leave a message. That's simple. I did it every year for you. And you can't even do it one time out of the year. So I'm like, I see that. I let it build up until I, until I got to the point where like enough is enough. But then I got to the point where I started doing the, I was able to do drop my videos because I finally was asking. It's like I was begging people to, hey, I need somebody to subscribe to me so I get 50 subscribers so I can start recording and go live so I can look at my videos because I can't look at my videos. And um, once I did it, it was like, 
it was like a random thing. I said, let me see how it goes. I'm going to go and try these lives because when I did the live, it was nobody really there. You know, nobody knew me. And it didn't, it didn't really bother me because one, I'm an introvert. Y'all don't under, y'all don't believe me, but I'm an introvert. <laughs> uh, so because of that, you know, I like, it don't bother me. I just, this is my document for myself. So that's why I don't really have no problem if nobody's showing. I, I entertain myself now. I, I my, my workout is progression for myself. If people like it, they like it. But if they don't like it and they say something about it, that's their opinion. I don't care, you know, like somebody like, oh, you didn't do that right. Thank you for your opinion. And I just, I say, thank you for your opinion. Keep it pausing. Keep it moving. That's all. You're not going to get me out of my character but because of something that you don't like. So with that being said, that's why like when she had, when they had that question about how you deal with YouTube and your stuff like that, that's one of the ways for me. Like I have so many people, they're like, oh, you did that wrong. Oh, this is wrong. And I get thumbed down on my workouts. I'm like, I know I've done a workout right. You know what I mean? And if I'm not doing it right, you know, there's a way you go, you go help a person. Like, hey, you should try this right here. You know, it's the way you can talk to people. It's, everybody don't know everything. And it's not like I'm on here acting like I know everything. So um, I go in here and I just been grinding it out, doing my workouts every day. And people haven't seen me in a while. And I come back, they're like, man, you got swole. I said, because I've been working out. Because this is my way of therapy so I could feel better about myself. Because... This is what this is what goes on. I could go to y'all and go hang out, right? And all y'all see is me laughing, happy, smiling, and all that stuff. And he's like, oh, he's a fun guy. But then I come home and then the reality sit in. I'm by myself. You know, I don't I got stuff, I, I have stuff, you know. Um I'm, I'm living, I'm living, you know what I mean? I, I'm not I'm not struggling, struggling, but I'm living, but I'm barely getting by. But at the same time, I'm not happy, you know. So I told I told the V, I said, there's times where I just wanted to just drive off the road because enough is enough. I just haven't got to the point where I wanted to drive off the road. So um, but it's always it still crossed my mind, you know what I mean? Because I know I'm not perfect, and there's a lot of stuff I deal with. And then so I try to keep myself occupied. I try to keep myself engaged by doing something positive, something to make me more cheerful so I won't go to the part where I, I drive off the road. So even though everybody see, oh, he do keyboard. Yes, I, I, I don't know keyboard. I want to learn it because it's something I like to do. But all this is just a, a like a Band-Aid that could prevent me from doing something like driving off the road because that's always just right here in my mind. So that's why if you see people like I'm all like I try my best to support everybody, you know. I like, hey, I wish you the best. Oh, if I say, hey, thank you, I really appreciate it because I genuinely do. Because um it's a because everybody don't have no real family. And people, and I feel like once I did YouTube, y'all became my family. So y'all support, y'all um comments, y'all likes. And stuff like that generally mean a lot for people that don't have a family. So, um, so it just got to the point where um, now 
And when I get to, when I, I see people, I support them. But if I have the same energy with them, I, link, I stick to them. You know what I mean? Cause, because it, it's easier to go forward with people with the same energy than trying to go forward with people who don't support you with the same energy. Like I would like, I bought like musical equipment and stuff like that. And I gave it away because um, I knew they did music and I was supporting them, right? So um, I supported them and I would go help them out everywhere I can. And then when I was like, you know what? I'm about to do my YouTube. You see any of them over here? None of them. I supported them for years, helping them. I gave them equipment. I didn't even charge them. I'm talking about like mixer boards, stuff that costs money. I gave them stuff. And they and they won't, and you couldn't even come on here and give me a like on a video or you know, help me with a subscription. I'm like, as you know, that's so I I I really take notice on what people do. You know what I mean? I like so if I come, if I come to you and I, I saw you support, you know, you don't have to show me support, but at least, you know, if you the people that genuine that want to be cool with me, they will show the support. But if you don't, but don't expect me to keep coming to you because I'm not, because I'm not going to put myself in that predicament. I'm not going to put myself where I'm going to get angry because there's a lot of things that may, could make me angry. I just know I'm, I'm working as it, as I go along to get better at it, to dealing with that. So like, um, like the job, lost my job because I went over there, I told them, I said, I have a work note where I can't live this and that. They said, well, you, if you want to come back, you got to reapply and start over. And I'm like, nah, I'm straight. I stay home. So that's, that's why it's easy for me to support a lot of people when I can, but I'm still having problems trying to navigate to do multiple platforms because, um, I want it. I want to uh, get to know more people because I have more uh, connection with y'all than I do with the people in reality. So, and because I'm an introvert, it's easy for me to talk over here because I'm not in your face. It's easy for me to do stuff on this side of the on the on the camera than in your face because when I'm in your face, then we're gonna go to like, oh, what this person think what this person say and then don't say nothing wrong because something that one thing you might say might make me click and that's it that's what i that's what that what worries me because i know i'm like that so that's why i always try to treat people with respect and all that because if you say something wrong i don't i don't really do a lot of joking as much like i like i used to because you might say something that might you think it's cool and that's gonna be the end of you. <laughs> and just how it is. So, but yeah, it's like, so it got to the point where I started doing the workouts, and I never really uh I never really came up to how or what kind of workout I was doing. I just wanted to say, I said, you know what? And that's how I started doing the video. I said, I want people to see what it looked like when a person actually do the whole workout without editing it. I don't, as you see, um, none of my videos are edited. So I want you to see me struggle. I want to see, I want you to see my grind to get from point A to point B. 
So people look at me now and say, man, you big, you getting swole. I don't see it, but I know I grind to get to this point to where the workouts is getting easier for me. That's why, and then as I kept, as I keep working out, I come up with new methods and new ways I could get better. And with these new ways, yeah, that's where I come to like, oh, I'm gonna work out for two weeks. And if I get good at two weeks, I'm gonna add something else. Cause like you noticed, I was doing the steppers. And you know, we ain't never did the steppers. We we pretty much just started together. We did the steppers, and um, I like we gonna y'all gonna see me learn as I go, and you can see my improvement as I get along. Cause I only do it on video. I don't I don't practice nothing. I don't practice anything outside of the video. My keyboard. I don't practice nothing outside the video because I want people to see how authentic that I do when I get to my stuff. Uh, on how I get better, when I get better, but if I if I took the time to do it outside, I know it will it will I will get better faster. But I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> so I just do the workouts. I do all that, and I and I rotate my workouts because I really I really believe about the fitness. I really do because once I had that surgery, and they put the little little screws and stuff in my back. I couldn't breathe. I had to use this long thing. And, and you know what was crazy was the people who came to visit me in the hospital wasn't my family. It was people I went to massage schools. It was people I went bowling with. So that's how you know. That's why I tell people your real family cannot be real family if they treat you like you got to be able to understand that, that everybody had different setups for family. I didn't have that family situation. I have people that didn't really know me, but they went to school with me that showed me more family support than anybody else. So if I said, hey, I want to do this, I'm going to support you. You know what I mean? But it got to be a reason. You know, like you said, it got to be a reason. It can't be something like off the wall, like, oh, I'm going to go shoot up the play. Nah, nah, player. Nah, that's not good. We can't. I can't support that, you know, because I want to be more about positive. I'm not gonna like if you want to be like a, like a church person all this. I'm not gonna talk about oh now you could go be a porn star or something like that. That's not it, that's not cool. But but if they, if that's what you want to do, you could do it. Just don't expect that to come from me. You know what I mean? So but um but so when I come on here and I see everybody and I look at y'all and I'm like, what attracts me to most of the people is y'all energy. You know what I mean? And another thing, I don't have to see your face to feel your energy, you know, because I see a lot of I see a lot of people who have awesome pages that's not they don't have to show their face like food. For example, Miss Key Kitchen, her food is look, man, I'm like, I'm going to take one of her damn plates for real. <laughs> because the food I like, I like I would eat if it's around me, but I I don't have the patience to be in the kitchen that because, um, but even though I don't have the patience to be in the kitchen, I grew up cooking for my family. It's just that I grew up, I grew out of it. So I don't knock people who cook. I love y'all who cook. You know what I mean? That's what's up. Some people can cook. Some people can't cook. And some people who think they can cook still can't cook. But it just, <laughs> so it just depends. You know, it's a lot of stuff like, it's a lot of things where 
when I, I come on, I come on YouTube now where, you know, I do my workouts because that's my main focus is bettering myself. Because like number one thing is myself. And I, I wasn't really doing myself like I was back in the time. I was always having pain like, oh, this person is talking bad about me here. This person don't like this here. It's, and it's all about what other people were thinking. And I felt like it was, and, and I'm still learning as I go. And now I'm at 42. I, now I'm getting to the point where I don't care what they say. But I'm 42 now, right? So I'm like, it took me all this time just to get to the point where I'm like, I don't care what these people say to me now. Now I could come over here and say, I dropped these videos because I genuinely like doing these videos. I like to learn the keyboard. I, and then when I see the comments for people like, hey, I see you grinding. I see you getting better. I like those. You know what I mean? And then I even put on there like, hey, because I'm like, I'll put in every now and then, like, if you read the description, I'm like, hey, if you leave a, um, if you have a request, ask me a request, I try to learn it. So Reverend Terminator, he looked at a request and requested my favorite thing. I ain't never heard of my favorite thing. So I play by ear but not by playing. So I got to the point where if I could see the letters and see the beginning of it, I practice it until I try to get it to sound right. That's how I've been doing it. That's how I've been going mm -hmm. along so far. And um, and I feel like I made some progress to some of the songs. Like it sounds like, oh, wow, I came, I came a good ways from not knowing anything. So I could actually play some of the stuff uh, pretty decent. I don't say it's not all the way there, because I can't play with two hands yet. My left hand just don't want to work. <laughs> the left hand don't want to work. So because, um, like I was telling people when I did the, um, when I was in the hospital, they when they took when I got once they had the surgery was over, and they're like, all right, we need you to get on the bed. I literally couldn't get on the bed because I couldn't move my body. That's how I was. I couldn't move my body. So they had to get people to pick me up off the bed, off the little, it wasn't one bed to put me on the bed that I was going to be in because I couldn't move my body. And at the same time, my whole left side didn't have no feelings because they put the screws and stuff on my left to try to compensate for my pain and everything. So um, my left side is, is, is not 100%, but even though it's not 100%, at least I can move. At least I'm not in as much pain as I was when I first went in. So I'm happy I got the surgery. But if I could help you not get the surgery, I'm going to help you not get the surgery. So that's the reason why the massage come in. And um, I would kept going to the to the VA like, hey, um, I'm always in pain. And if one guy said, why don't you go to massage school? If you go to massage school, you, you get massages. I said, oh, for real? So that's the reason why I got into massage school. And then I didn't know nothing about massage school. But when I got in there and started learning the stuff about massage, I said, wow. And it's out. I found out massage could make you a lot better. It could prevent you from having surgery. It could prevent you from going through depression and all that other stuff if you tackle it early or if you be able to handle it and be able to take care of all this stuff. And nobody don't really know a lot about the massage if they don't they haven't really been informed about it. But I was in school and I and you know I was been I'm I never I'm never 
uh, confidence in myself. I don't have no confidence in myself. So um, people are like, why are you always talking bad about yourself? Because that's just how it is. As long as I keep talking bad, and so if, if something bad happened, it won't affect me. That's how I look at it. So, um, but when I went, I gave this lady a massage at the clinic, and she came. She came to me and she said, "You know what? I really thank you because I really thought I was going to have to have surgery, and now I don't have to have surgery." And then when she told me that, that that changed everything for me. You know what I mean? Because it made me feel good. And it made her feel good. And at the same time, I was like, I was doing this while I was working night shift at my job. So I would get, I was, what I would, I got to the point where I was um, go to school. I would go to school and I go straight to work. And maybe have like a couple hours and I go back to school and do it and I had plenty. But by the end of it, I had switched to nights. So now, um, I would go to school during the day and like in the middle of the, like close to the middle of the morning and I have clinic. Then at night I go straight to work. So, um, I didn't really have that much time to sleep. No kind no much time to rhythm to get anything going. But at the same time, I was still able to perform the massage to help people out. And people was like, man, you got a talent right here. You need to take this serious. But me always negative i'm like oh yeah i hear you thank you not going about my business but now i i want to do it it's just that um i'm in my own head you know what i mean i'm my own enemy for a lot of this stuff and i know that and i'm i've been working on it it's just not it, i already know it's not going to be easy now because that's why like i know i'm good at it i know i want to do this but i keep blocking myself stopping myself from doing what i want to do so eventually I keep trying to trying to do small steps to try to get me to get to points where I could do stuff. And it's not, it's definitely not easy. So and then so now I'm like, I definitely enjoy the doing my workouts and I do it, I try to change it up every month because I don't want to be bored. So when I don't want to be bored, like it's cool to do workouts all the time for, for me because to keep me sane, but I like to mix it up from like boxing, burpees push-ups, um, battle ropes, jump rope. I just mix it up all the time, you know? And then, and it's not like I had a, my workouts at the beginning of the month, most of the time, they never plan. They never plan. It's just, it's just to the point where um, I'm like, all right, it's a new month. What I'm going to try now? And I'm like, so like the day, like when I did the battle ropes, I just, I just woke up and said, all right, it's a new month. I'm gonna go outside every day and go to this to this park and do these battle ropes. So I took my battle ropes with me. I took this ball with me, and I said I'm gonna try these. And I put them all together and made a whole workout routine with it. And it was fun. I said, man, this is awesome, and it's a good workout. And then people people like, man, you doing this every day? And 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 it's just people started picking up on me doing workouts every day, and people started noticing the grind that I've been doing because I've been doing this grind for a while now. It's just that people just now seeing it, but um, I'm okay with it. But like, like y'all, like, oh, you need to be seen, and I'm okay. But I don't like to go. I don't like to go to people pages, dropping my link because that's not what I'm here for. I'm not here to drop my link. I'm here to support you. So that's why, I like, they're like, hey, drop your link. Now nah, I'm straight. <laughs> the J, go right here. Uh, 
Yeah, I didn't want to interrupt him, guys, because normally, you know, I ask questions and stuff like that, but this is the J. This is the J moment. Yes, that's what I'm calling it, the J moment. Um, He's been through a lot, and I've seen a lot of great comments that was coming down. So I'm going to let Jay answer the questions uh, or the comments that was mm -hmm. left. G Daddy said, yo, Jordan, you practice with that team every day. You made those guys with all the playing time better. You deserve the ring, but I feel you. Yes. That's right, brother. Stay stay determined to do what, what's good for you and your life. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, G Daddy said that Jay Jordan, the most likable dude on YouTube. Yes, he is. G Daddy said people don't want to see you progress on YouTube. For real. I feel you on the Facebook thing. I know that's right. He said, they're going to have haters everywhere we go. Sometimes I get thumbs down on my channel, but I still give them a heart. Steve said, man, keep doing your thing, bro. Don't let nothing or nobody stop you. I'm here with you. Yes, you are. And thank you for being a great supporter as well. Cher uh, say, I, uh, introvert, do go through go through that at times. Steve said, that's, that's people love, man. People try to use you for what they can get out of you. That's why I don't have a lot of so-called friends. Jesus is my friend. I know that's right. Amen. Amen to that. Uh, kicking it with Lulu said, the J, I admire your beautiful story. Yes. Again, you know, I, I don't like to call when people talk. I don't like to say story. I would say testimony because anytime you could survive any type of incident in your life, Yes, we all could tell a story, but you're telling your testimony on what you've been through and how you came through and how are you still surviving through it. We're all going to have a... Okay, Douglas asked a question. He said, do you learn piano after workout or before, Jay? Okay. Um, normally, I do the I do the, um, the piano, the keyboard after my workout because I do my workout first, then I do premiere. So whoever come up to my premiere, I go do the, then I, I write their name down so I can do a shout out for them on my keyboard, on my piano. That's how, that's the order I go with it on that part. Oh, cool. Thank you. I'm going to ask you one question. How are you doing now? It's, it's, that's a good question because um, even though I'm doing this stuff, it is cool, but you know how you say you're cool, but you're not cool? That's where I'm at right now. Like right now, I'm more of going day by day. So I'm just doing these things right now. It's just to get through the next day. So that's why um, I'm so determined to just try to keep doing the workouts every day. Because if I feel like if I stop doing the workout, more negativity going to build up on me. So um, I don't want that negativity. So that's the reason why. I work out to do all that. So like right now, I'm just, I'm just go, I'm still day by day. And um, that's just how I've been going for about it for right now. So um, I know that I, I definitely see the people that are trying to help me out, support me, but um, it's still, it's like, I appreciate all of it, but it, none of it really like sinks in for me. And um, it just, I guess because the wall I have built up from the defense and all the stuff that I've been dealing with, so that's why, like, I still go through the stuff where um, it's just like I be here. I'm like, you know, even though I'm doing all this stuff, um, it's cool, it's fun. People get to know a little bit about me, but overall, I'm just going day by day. So, so it's, it's a, I'm a work in progress. That's all it is. Uh, 
Geeky Girl said, always praying for you, Jay. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes. Now, how are you dealing with PTSD? Um, I don't, with my PTSD, I try, I know I have it. And that's why I don't be around a lot of people. Because um, that's the reason why I say that um, I do, I know I got a temper to a point where I would go off. And when I came back from Iraq, I told them I was going to hurt my brother because he spent my money and uh, they wouldn't let me come home. So I had to go talk to somebody, but I knew I wasn't going to go home. So I told them, like, I told them what they wanted to hear so I could go home. But the, it's just me. My way is coping with the PTSD is I try my best to stay around more positive people because the more I feel like the more I'm around positive people, I have to worry about. Uh, my PTSD and my depression is overtaking what I'm dealing with. So, um, yeah, that's what I do. I just try to stay around more positive people and try to keep myself engaged in doing something so I won't have all the negativity and all the best I'm going to be overwhelming. Thank you. Thank you for that. Now, everybody that don't know, like I said, Jay is a true entertainer. Now, a lot of y'all see him as working out, right? I call him the bionic man because anything he does, he don't just half step. I mean, this, y'all ever seen that little energizer bunny? It keep going and going and going. But guess what? That energizer bunny, it does die out sooner or later. But the bionic man, no. And that is Jay. I don't know how he does it. You know, he did the other day. He said, Ms. Lee, look, I'm sweating. Yeah, he had a bottle of water he put on him to make it look like he was sweat. Jay does not sweat. No, he do not. He does not sweat. Yes. <laughs> but he is, like I said, um, the way I met today was um, the first time I went on his channel, because everybody knows I do dance exercise in the morning. And I love energy. I love that energy. And when I went to his channel, he was boxing. He was hitting that bag. But he, was, he wasn't just hitting the bag. He was singing to that bag. He made that bag dance with him while he was hitting it. And I'm like, oh, this guy. Oh, oh, my gosh. And, guys, I'm not trying to be funny, but if you want people to continue to come to your channel, give them a reason to want to come back. Give them a reason. So I don't care how many. He could go on 100 times a day. I'm like, let me see what he's up to today. Yes, because he's very entertaining, but not just that. Like I said, he's got a good heart. And I want to say thank you for that. Uh, Douglas said... Do you know that what the mind says the body works towards? Be mindful of the, narr the narrative we tell family. Okay, gotta turn. Okay, much love. We are here to be the best and be blessed. Yes, we are. Yeah, he's moving, guys. Y'all might see him getting up and he probably start doing some stepping or boxing or playing the keyboard or playing the guitar. Oh, uh, and now he added a harmonica to it. Yes. Yeah, so I'm going to let Jay finish up. I'm going to give him the last 10 minutes. So I'm going to put you on blast right now. So can you see the, can you see? Yeah, I see, I see Douglas coming. I see okay. him over there. All right. So I'm going to give you the last 10 minutes. So guys, ask some questions. Let's see what the Jay is talking about. <laughs> wow. And then you're going to take yourself out. Of course. I tell you, I'm giving you the <laughs> I'm giving you the spotlight. This is the spotlight. Okay, this is the questions and answers from you to Jay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, go ask me any questions. You know, I don't mind answering anything. Back then, 
back in the day, I was like, I'm not telling y'all nothing. But now I don't I don't really care anymore. So if y'all have any questions, I don't mind answering. It's just but also remember, like my mindset now is make sure you do stuff at your own pace. Make sure you do stuff in moderation. Make sure you drink water because I wasn't really into water until I kept having all these surgeries. And um, make sure you stretch. I'm still working on that part because that's one of my weakness part. And I always got my mindset now on fitness is key because I don't want to be um, in a predicament where I could be better, but I'm not better because I didn't. I wasn't in shape because I wasn't, you know. So that's the reason why I'm so focused on fitness because it's definitely a good part to fight a lot of stuff that you deal with. G Daddy said, "Keep doing what's make you feel good, Jay." Yes, exactly. Hey, Jay, I congratulate you for what you are doing. You are not feeling sorry for yourself. You are strong and you know how to keep healthy. Exactly. Yes. Thank you. Yes, exactly. You want to comment on that one? I, the, the thing is, um, I feel like it got to the point where I, I'm not going to put myself in a predicament where I got to depend on other people to to better myself so because it would even though with the va they was they weren't doing what they supposed to do and i knew i wasn't gonna get better because of that and you could see you could after after a while you could see stuff as you get older you know because you know i'm way past 25 but you know um as we go past other you could see stuff and you could be able to maneuver and navigate how to to get through the stuff and once i started to see stuff clearly now I said, you know, I'm about to go and take this into my own hands instead of worrying about what they do. And because of that part, I like, that's when I said, I'm going to take the initiative. Since y'all don't want to give me my therapy, I'm going to make my own therapy. I make myself better because apparently y'all don't give a damn. So, and if y'all don't give a damn, I got to care about more about myself too. So I could do it myself because of that. That's where I do it. That's where all this stuff is coming along from because at first, you know, just keep depending on people. You're not going to really get nowhere. Mm-hmm. Steve, get more. <laughs> okay. Steve said, I have a keyboard too. We should have a playoff one on one, one day, Jay Z. <laughs> so I am going to say thank you so much, Jay, for spending this time with me. And also, guys, September the 17th. Yes. <laughs> y'all, think it's, y'all think it's a long way, a long way from now, but it's not. It's right around the corner. Says September the 17th, we're gonna be meeting up at Stone Mountain Park. And he keeps telling everybody I know the park better than he do. I've been out of Georgia for I don't know how many years since 2009. Oh no, I'm lying. She have family here. But uh, I'm gonna hang out with those people. <laughs> if she if she turned up, we all turning left. Then you know that she ain't going nowhere. But we're gonna meet up at Stone Mountain Park at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So it's gonna be a meet and greet, and but wear some comfortable shoes and some comfortable clothing. Also, if you want to record, make sure you bring a backup battery so your phone yes. won't die. Because right. um, your if you're trying to record and stuff, your battery will go down real quick mm-hmm. if you're doing it. Just a heads up. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much to the J and to everyone that's here for being here. And you know, guys, I like to end by saying what. Much love to each and every one. And Jay, what you want to say? Hair grease. And, no. and collard green. <laughs> Hair grease and collard green. No, make sure um, do stuff at your own pace, own moderation, drink water, stretch. Remember to like, comment, subscribe to Miss Lee channel. And also remember fitness is key.